Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> five, 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 movie. Welcome to 1999. No, I'm just kidding. Hello, we're Exus Nexus. Yes, we are Exus Nexus, and this is our podcast. We are Exes. And now we're friends. And we do podcasts. Anyway, it's we... our 90th episode. We are celebrating, as we always do every 10 episodes, with a movie. Woo! Tonight's feature presentation is. Knives Out by Rian Johnson. Ruin Johnson. Ruin. Ruin. Ruin Johnson. Um, so, yeah. I, I'm Jim Brugan. I'm Christina Parker. We're here with my lovely wife, Kelly. And the captain. Woohoo! Who makes the drinks that come along with it. So what, what drink do we have here for this feature presentation? Oh, right. We are all drinking the Red Death cocktail. Oh! It looks pretty. Cheers to the Red Death, yeah. huh? Cheers. Hey, Red Death. I know. Okay. There you go. Do I want to... Uh, what do you... How is it red? Grenadine. Kool-Aid. Definitely not Kool-Aid. No. I don't know. Uh, you should know. It's just a combination of all the stuff, I guess. I guess it's... Uh, so, here we go. An ounce of vodka. Uh, three quarter ounces of each of the following. Amaretto. God, you gotta slip that it. in there, don't you? Triple sec, southern comfort, and slow gin with a splash of orange juice and a dash of lime juice. Well, it, I definitely taste the southern comfort. It's probably the SoCo and yeah. the slow gin that make it red. Ooh, it's slow gin time again. It's so weird how it's like Kool-Aid red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it tastes like Kool-Aid. I'm waiting for the Kool-Aid made of It tastes like a fruit, a fruit punch. So like bad. the kind we used to get in the bottle at the, like, 7-Eleven. Yeah. Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian punch. Um, it's all booze, though, because I literally just put a little bit of juice and, you know, orange. and I put probably more orange juice and lime juice than you're supposed to, just to balance it out. It's... Potent. It's potent. It's potent. It's potent, people. That's why they call it the Red Death. Uh, shake it in a uh, shake it with ice, and then pour it into a tall glass. Shake it, shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Keep drinking. It's you the just... drinks and the allergy medication. <laughs> and and gin. That's what I was. T- Wally loves a, dr- a, a gin drunken Kelly. <laughs> Slow like, gin the same though. I don't know. Yeah, gin's gin. She's, yes. It doesn't She's matter. pretty funny. Um, let's get right to it. Knives Out. First of all, this is an Oscar nominated film. Mm-hmm. What was it Oscar nominated for? I don't remember. Let's find out. You guys continue. I meant to look that up today. Um, there was another question I had, but I can't remember. We'll get to it. I'm sure. I want to punch Rianne Johnson in his face by the way he spells his name. I want to see his birth certificate. I don't think that was his fault, unless he changed it yeah. later. Yeah, who spells her name like that? Have you ever seen Ryan ever in a million years? Maybe, like Brian? Ryan like Brian? I guess. I don't know. I guess? Who cares? Me! Okay. Anyway, Rianne. Right. Did you like it? So, <laughs> I did. It's too long. It was too long. Oh my god, it was too long. I enjoyed it, but it was too long. There was... It, I, it was nominated for one Academy Award. Yes. Best Screenplay by Rianne Johnson. Okay. Rianne. 
which I have a re- screenplay. Is that the dialogue or is it the story? Both. Because the dialogue fucking sucked. You, oh, I believe in the last episode we were talking about some kind of foreplay in a movie that was like a porno where you're like, don't give me all the exposition. Just get the fucking... Yeah. There was so much exposition. You have a murder mystery, though. You have to have exposition. Yeah, I agree. Um, When those girls met each other on the front lawn, and she was like, how have you been? I mean, you're part of the family. Let's hug. Like, yeah, but it was the way she, weird. But the way she did it was she was directed to not do it to do it kind of almost insincerely. I felt like because it felt insincere, and it may, as a viewer, I was like, "Ooh, that's bullshit." And that's exactly what somebody would say if you're not really a part of the family. Oh, you're part of our rich client. Bullshit. You found out to be not the case. Anyway, uh... To, uh, it is the tropiest of murder mysteries. But it's, I'm okay with it because nobody makes those kind of right. movies anymore. I like the music. I like the title card. Oh, look, I did. It's like, I love the score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music music was great. I, I, like, I like that old classic title card of Knives Out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I just thought, I thought it was a great way to, to open it up. Um, why she got to be a hot girl? Why couldn't she be like <laughs> an actual, like normal looking person? I don't think... Actually, I think she looks exactly like the chick who played um, Jin Erso in Rogue One. What's her name? I, I don't know because they, she looks just like her name's uh, Anna D. Aramas, and she's in. Uh, yes, but she looks like who? What was the girl's name in, in Rogue One? They look exactly like. They look exactly like. What What was Rogue One again? Star Wars. Oh. She's. It's not Ray. It's the other one. I'm kidding. Yeah. It's not Daisy kind of Ridley. It's the other one. Um, well, she wakes up in bed. Our introduction to her is like sexy wake up in bed scene, all disheveled and sweaty. I did not get that at all. Oh my God. It was like so. I didn't think she was sexy at all. Yeah. She was disturbed. Something was going on in her brain and she was worried. I don't know. It just was like. All right. Let me ask you something. Did you go into this hate, like with the preparation to hate this movie because of The Last Jedi? Mm. I wouldn't say that. I would say skeptical, even though all my friends who I trust their opinion about movies said that they liked it more than they should. So I knew I was going to like it. And maybe I was looking for some faults. Maybe I. So you went in with your arms crossed when the movie started? Probably. No. Definitely. (laughs) But I mean, it started out. I like the tropes. Give me a great. The art direction? Holy shit. The opening scene of. Cinematography's great. Going through the house mm-hmm. and all of the crap on the walls. Oh, yeah, I loved all that. Oh my god, the art direction and the production design. Um, that's what they should have been nominated for. It's like I said, I think yeah. I think Ryan Johnson's a, a, a good a good filmmaker, a good director. I just don't think Star Wars is his jam. How did he cast so many great people? That, I mean, the cast is magical. The it's cast ridiculous. is down to every single person. Yeah. The, Except for the ingenue. No one's ever heard of her. But I guess that's how ingenues are ingenues. Because are you talking about Marta? Yeah. Okay. You um, gotta call her an ingenue just so you can feel... Feel what? Was so she, I can feel what? Was she sweeping up the debris? <laughs> at her flat? <laughs> Before she used a lavatory? <laughs> in her laboratory? Uh, lavatory. 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 In my laboratory. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Seriously though, how did he get that cast? Because uh, the guy, despite everything in uh, Last Jedi, he's got a good reputation. People want to work with him, and I thought it was a fun, clever script. Yes, 
Did you keep trying to guess what was going yes. on? Yes. Of course I did. I love Hold murder. On. I love murder mystery. Out loud? Um, yeah. Mm, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we went back and forth a few times. I was kind of surprised because I, I, I don't was actually jump too far happy ahead, about but... it because I kind of feel like sometimes I watch movies like that and I guess right away and I'm usually right. And this one I, I kept trying to figure it out, kept trying to figure it out. So it kind of kept me right. you know, on the edge of my seat because I didn't necessarily figure it out. I, to be, when I was a kid and HBO was airing all those Agatha Christie movies like Murder on the Orient Express, the one from the 70s, not the shitty remake, which was fucking terrible, and Death on the Nile, like, those movies were great, great, and it's funny that it kept my, engaged my 10, 11, 12 year old mind on, on something like that, but again, when they made movies back then, they didn't have the fear of, they just made movies, they didn't give a fuck about box office dollars or, and agendas and and yeah. all, all that other kind of kind of thing so yeah. so i very much like i really want to watch death on the nile again i know they're remaking that but i want to watch the old school one again especially after seeing the shitty remake of murder on the orient express yes did you see that one yeah it wasn't like every other movie that ever comes out they cgi the fuck out of it right and you're like, okay, I don't care because it's not really real. Can I just see actors on a train or a boat? Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah, um, I'm with you. Then, of course, that knife artwork was amazing. Oh, you mean the uh, that, the Game of Thrones? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly what I thought, the Game of Thrones. Oh, so. my gosh, you guys are so funny. I'm such a, like, I don't think like everybody else does. That didn't strike me at all, Game of Thrones. I lo- It looked like a big sunburst to me. And I just loved... Okay, I can see that. That yeah. they were all point... It was like some kind of weird Mary halo mm-hmm. of knives around them as they sat there and confessed their sins. The imagery in this movie was amazing. Yeah. The eyeballs. Did you see the giant eyeballs that were in both of his offices? There was bar- giant there was eyeballs. A lot of, there was a lot of um, yeah. foreshadowing of you being watched yes, all the time. absolutely. Even with the opening credits of the mansion, when you see the mansion, all the statues looking at you peering out. I love all that. And the yeah, dog's running like, straight up to the camera as it, the in the shot, open. Which is really cool. Which is, uh, I knew that was foreshadowing too. I'm like, oh, they're obviously running to the killer or the bad guy. that's the, the fun of like these people that right. make murder mysteries and stuff like that right. too is dropping all these like little things that, that requires, it makes it more engaging to right. watch it multiple times because then you start seeing all those like little, little Easter eggs that they... There's a ton of in. trivia on this film. Would you like to know some? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you on IMTV? I am. I, will be, I, I read it, too. I will be peppering in some trivia here and there. Uh, police detective heard on the television series that Marta's sister is watching is voiced by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Bill what is it? A... She's watching the TV show. Right. The yes. police detective yes. on the TV okay. show is yeah, yeah. voiced by him. Billed in the film's credit as playing Detective Hard Rock. <laughs> Gordon-Levitt has oh. appeared in all five of the films Ryan Johnson has directed. Okay. Interesting. He was in Star Wars? Apparently. Was he a stormtrooper? Because I thought Tom Hardy was the stormtrooper. Well, we know that, that Daniel was... Craig was, too. That was in Force Awakens. Oh, was it? That's right. Yes. Oh, oh, uh, how about M.M. Walsh? I thought he was dead. So I thought he's been dead for years. Amazing. Well, I fucking tripped out that M.M. Walsh. I heard this voice, and I'm like, oh my god, that's M.M. Walsh. And here it is. M.M. Walsh pla- uh, replaced Ricky Jay, who died on November 24th, 2018, during production. Oh, wow. A photo of Ricky Jay is visible for a few seconds just before the Walsh Walsh appears on camera. Interesting. Okay. Nice little... I'm legitimately surprised. I, I really thought Emma Walsh was looking dead. looking old. So, Daniel Craig, uh, 
He can't do an American accent, so because every time he does an American accent, he speaks with a Southern accent. He did it in Logan Lucky as well. Oh, funny! I Why? liked his Southern accent. No, I, I wrote I it like down. It. I wrote it down. I thought Why? it was okay because I was I was prepared for something worse. So because I guess he's the Hercule Poirot, yeah, the, yeah. the Christie right. version, yeah, yeah, yeah of exactly. That, yeah. That he used which is hilarious. Benoit or whatever his name is. Uh, Benoit Blanc. Yeah. Yeah. Benny Blanc. Blanc. Why does David Craig, I mean, sorry, Daniel Craig, have that hideous Southern accent? I hated it. The only time he ever does an, an American, put that in quotes, accent, he's talking with the Southern drawl. Why can't he just be British? I know. No, Why can't he have an English accent? he's too Bond. So maybe he could just tone it down more in an accent that he can yeah, do. Yeah, it's pretty ramped up. Because he can't do anything but ramp it up. And a couple of times when he ends his sentences, there's a couple of times where I'm like, oh my God, that's just an English accent. Although, I have to say, I liked him in it. I, I got I, used I to it. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I got used Cause to it. Because uh, from what I understand, they're making a sequel and he's the lead character in it. So I guess he's uh, on the case. Yeah. Even though he's not really a good detective, like it just sort of landed on him at the end. Like he kind of really doesn't well, know. Well, he even he's... says it. Yeah. I guess I'm not even really a good detective yeah. because. He didn't figure shit out. Until it was in his lap. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like he wasn't a fully formed character that they were trying to tell us was a fully formed mm-hmm. character. I disagree. I think it's actually the opposite of that. I, don't, I think it was more like what Kelly just said. It was just sort of like, yeah, I'm a detective and I'm just going to, I'm going to fake it till I make it. And I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that attitude uh, uh, about it. There, It was a choppy script I felt like at times there were things that could have been tightened up and character and because when they were on they were so good the subtleties in the characters the choices that the actors made he obviously can direct some people right like he can obviously direct some people in some instances but when he can't yeah I did I thought kind of the same but kind of the opposite because I'm just like I don't think he can direct people very well I think he did well because he's surrounded by accomplished actors. There you go. That Maybe that's doing. that's exactly the case then. Is because there... there were moments, and I, I can't remember which ones now, but there were moments where I'm just like, man, did he not say anything to that person, or did he just kind of let? The... He's like the new George Lucas. He can't really direct people. I think he's weird like that. I don't think he could. Well, he seems only on you know behind the scenes kind of things. Like, he doesn't seem like a very uh, bold director. Like, I kind of feel like he's kind of mamby-pamby, you know, with, with the way he, like, directs people. He's got that weird, insecure laugh, and... and I would be able to pick him out of a lineup. You wouldn't be able to? No. No, I would. No, I don't want, I don't want it to... I don't want to see his image to secure his, like, weirdo image in my head, because that would just make me want to steal his lunch money more. <laughs> well... If you watch Mr. Plinkett's review, you'll get a pretty good idea of his personality. Plinkett's review of this? Of Last Jedi. Oh, Last Jedi. Did my I watch son, last, My son, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I must have watched it. Watch it again. Mm. Um, Don Johnson's plastic surgery looks pretty good. Uh, Don Johnson is like, there's been a Don Johnassance lately. <laughs> yes, I mean, sorry. I feel like he's been, I think he looks great. I thought he did good. Because yeah. his Dude's plastic... Dude's got great like, hair. He's cool. His plastic surgery is good. It's just enough. He must get like... He probably just gets little nips and tucks. Little mm-hmm. nips and tucks. They smooth it out a little bit on his mm-hmm. cheeks. He's got the stubble. It's... He has 
a good plastic surgeon. Yeah, Nelson. whoever's working with him. Yeah, they need to stop job. doing it now and just maintain a little Botox here and there occasionally because that's what he's obviously done up here, but not here because he still has like, I'm sorry, the crow, here a little bit of crow. in his forehead, he's done. But in his crow's feet, he's not done. So did you think, because Kelly and I, we were like, we were convinced that they were brother and sister until they weren't, like in the beginning of the, like the first 15 yeah. minutes of that Jamie Lee Curtis and Don Johnson were brother and sister. I thought so too. Right? I, I didn't okay. realize okay. they were married. Right. The fucking first fifteen minutes, we were like, "That's what I mean." And then they're in bed together. Right? That's what was like, weird about the, how it was they murky. They kept referring to each other as husband and wife. I didn't see that at all. Yeah. I thought not so. in the beginning. Because why would you interview the her husband? You're mm-hmm. you're interviewing the key people that are going to directly benefit from the will, and those are his children. Mm-hmm. So having him thrown into that, I immediately associated him as being a child. Yeah, me too. Because. She said, our business. He, he said, oh, your business, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's my business with my father's money and my this. Like, she made it so clear that... You listened, but I the trope listen. is that if you're if in an investigation, you're talking to the direct blood relatives right. that have... You right, know. I know what you're saying, but obviously this isn't real. Can I, can I just say, uh, first of all, Jamie Lee Curtis is great in this, and... My favorite line from the movie is when, okay, so uh, Christopher Plummer is dead. He's 85 years old. And they're like, yeah, that's his mother over there. And they're like, his mother? Yeah. <laughs> He's 85? Wait. And they go, how old is she? And Jamie Lee Curtis goes, we have no idea. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's fucking great. We have no idea. There were several moments of like laugh out loud actor reactions. Yeah. That I wondered if it was directed or improvised Um, by the seasoned actors. Funny trivia note on that. The lady who plays uh, Christopher Plummer's mother... Is younger than him. Right. (laughs) Yes. Again, art direction and costume. Art direction of her and fucking sitting in that window. Oh, the art direction was beautiful. That house was gorgeous. It was just so much to look at. It it really helped give you that other layer of there's so much going on. You know, like yeah. that confusion that you have to keep away. You know, it's funny. I said to Kelly too. I go, most, I would say, seventy-five or eighty percent of that movie is set in that house. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be pretty cheap to make a movie. Like, I obviously got big actors in it and stuff like that too. But like, you, it's like a play. Yeah, it's it, all in exactly, one room. Exactly. Basically, and I'm, I, that's also one of the things that turns me on about that movie is I like the theatrical sense of, of like as a play. Mm-hmm. That's why Clue's fun. Oh my god, the reference to Clue when he's like, oh my god, does he live in the real life Clue house? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Michael Shannon just rules my world. Oh, like, that guy just, he just, he's the, he's the same character in every fucking movie he's in and he's great every time. He's like, just. He's, he started out being a little bit more sympathetic. Like, the first few characters he played, you really felt for Until him. Until he Shannonized it. And then he's like, oh no, he's I, I disagree. He's played different characters. Like, I love his character in uh, Premium Rush. It's totally different. It's kind of like this guy. His character in Premium Rush is kind of like this guy. But this guy's more subdued. I don't know. He's got more bubbling below the surface. He's got guy. layers. Every, everything got layers. for me, and I love him. Don't get me wrong. I'm not insulting him. I think he's a great actor. But everything about Michael Shannon starts with me. With that funnier oh. die thing where he reads oh. the oh funny. no no the, the the funnier die thing where he reads the letter from the cheerleaders. Mm. Oh, I haven't seen that. So I love that. You haven't seen it? No. I'm That's gonna rock hilarious. your fucking world after we finish this. Uh, it's it's amazing. It's like yes. Uh, let's uh, since we're talking about Michael he says cunt punt in it at oh one point. Oh my god. Well, since we're talking about the great and powerful Shannon, 
Um, this movie, this marks the second time that Michael Shannon plays Jaden Martell's father after Midnight Special. That was the kid from Midnight Special who played okay. Jacob. Uh, oh, Thrombo. cool. Speaking of that kid, the character Jacob Thromby, who was always on the phone, he was influenced by those that trolled Rianne Johnson after The Last Jedi. <laughs> and he, he's uh, he's Will Byer? No, he's not Will no, Byer. No, 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 no. He's, no. He's from Stranger Things. Yeah, he was on Stranger Things. He's not one of the main kids. He is one of the main kids. No. I will put money on the fact that he is not one of the main kids. Find out. Well, well, who's the little brother that disappeared? No, it's not him. It's not him. No, he's an he's an it. He's an it. He's an it. it. You're right. Yes. You're right. It's Wrong group of kids. Pretty easy to get confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He played the kid that got his arm ripped off. Yeah, right? he's pale and creepy. Yeah. This kid. No, he, right. no, he played Bill. He played the kid's brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that who went down the no. sewer? No, that's no. He played that kid's brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, the camera work and the scene changes. The editing was good. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, there's a lot of good things about the film. Um, I think overall I may have been a little bit... I was. I, I guess I wasn't underwhelmed. I was just... I think I was expecting a bigger... Bigger twists. Something to really... Like, I, I thought Christopher Plummer would come out in the end alive. So did I. I, I was, yes! I, 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 I was, did too. I, because he's a mystery, he's a mystery writer. I right? Guess. So you and he, that and he, he had the whole family up. He had the whole thing planned from mm-hmm. the beginning, and this guy's brilliant, so I was expecting more of a, mm-hmm. of a lead up like that. More mm-hmm. of a, a like, oh, I'm not really dead kind of thing. Yeah. Or that he had more of a hand in mm-hmm. what played out right. Right. in it, right? Like, that he set her up to not have the stuff mm-hmm. in there because he really did want to die. He knew it was yeah. his time, and he did it himself. But they always say, like, Daddy used to like to play games. Like, you had yeah. to play a game with he Dad. Like, of... you had to create your own game. And yeah. I was like, this dude's going to be alive at the end of this shit. And yeah. I was like... And I kind of wish he was. I know, me yeah. too. I was waiting for... I wanted that, yeah. I agree, yeah. There's a lot of foreshadowing mm-hmm. about how brilliant this guy was, and yeah. he did all this thing, and he was... Yeah. And, but but I also like the fact that, like, when the pressure was on, when he wanted to protect Marta that his mystery writer thing came into mind. He's like, this is mm-hmm. what you need to do if I only have 10 and minutes had, left to live. And he had already set mm-hmm. the the will had already been done. Yeah. Right. So he'd done that yeah. like a week before. Because everyone had a motive. Yeah. yeah. And that's, what, that's the one thing I did like about the beginning about how they leaped ahead to each interview and then in each flashback and interview I'm like, okay, motive. Next one. Okay, motive. It's like, okay, you know, that was kind of clever and cute. I think that was one of the fun things about that film is that they don't make movies like that anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And it almost becomes like a plot within a plot within a plot yeah. within a plot. And that's, it's, it's I liked, clever. I liked the um, idea that they all still had their own version of what happened. So mm-hmm. in every flashback, they each had... A ver- like the vision mm-hmm. of what was actually what right. in their world. Perception happened. is reality. Yeah, perception yeah. is reality. Where it, they kind of contrasted, right? Each one of them had a different perception of what actually went went down. And I loved when she was doing the whole thing about before, or after the elephant turning the car before mm-hmm. or after right. the elephant, and they had him mm-hmm. saying it in in her brain, in his voice, in both ways. Yeah. Because how many times has that happened to you? You're like, oh my god, what he did that before, person right? say? That per- I can hear the person saying either one of those things. So did, which one did they say? Did I lock the door before I left the house? Right. Did I turn the coffee pot off before I left yeah. the house? But it's really, Is the oven still on? It's really about like the, the shared experience, yes. though. Not even just the singularity of, like, did I do the thing? It's the shared experience mm-hmm. of, I can hear it. Does that make it real? I can picture it. Does that yeah. make it real? Correct. Because there were other people in the room that saw the same exact thing. Right. It was... I. 
got a lot of layers. Yeah, it does. I didn't want to think that it was going to have that many layers. And like you said, Jim, people don't make movies like that anymore with just layers of layers. Uh, it got too long in the middle. He got mm-hmm. yeah, fucking there's, it, too it, long. It, it it's lags, a two it lags hour and bit. 15 minutes? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, uh, can we, can we give it an it hour and 45 minutes. That's it. Yes. And can we give it up to Tony Collette? Totally underrated. I she's think. so I good. Think. She's, she's always so she's good. She's always good. They all develop such good characters, mm-hmm. I wrote, because she was just so And that's so what I mean about him being vapid. a weak director, because you got Tony Collette, you got Jamie Lee Curtis. Who's who great in it. Who knows exactly what she's doing. Uh, I mean, Michael I think, Shannon. Oh, my God, I just got to think. That's where it came in. I think that Jamie Lee Curtis needed a little direction. Mm. Because in the past, if you look at her movies where she's stellar in, she has exceptional directors and I think there was a moment in the beginning, I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was, but that's where I was like, he has strong actors. Because there was a moment with Curtis, ironically, that I'm like, ooh, I wouldn't have let her do that. Like, it was just like something that was just not genuine, or it came yeah. off weird. And I, I can't remember what it was. I but didn't it, feel like that. It got better. It, I Obviously, it, I, I forgot about it. I you were talking about, but I kind of felt like that in the beginning to myself. I, that's where I was a little miss... I didn't understand what was going on with her character initially with... I knew who she was, but then you bring in Don Johnson, and I was like, well, I'm a little lost. Right. So I don't know if it was in one of those Maybe. Things. It was something And then weird. afterwards, I kind of got on with the, the whole thing, and I was like, okay, I get yeah. it. But Do you think Christopher Plummer is a creeper? Do you think he's a creeper to that girl? Like, do you think no. that girl had to act through him being a creepy old man? No, I think he's mm. wonderful. And shut your mouth. Do, I, do you think he's a pain in the ass and hard to direct? No, I think he's a beautiful, beautiful man. He might be a bit eccentric, but that's okay. I just... Probably because his daughter's a nut job? No, I just imagined her having to, like, act with him and him wanting to give her all the advice about everything and her just being, like, a bitch. The fact that you run these scenarios through your head is... But then I wonder when he was in her face trying to tell her whatever he was telling her about, don't worry about me, don't call And she smelled his coffee breath. Yeah, like, gross. And he's got his thumb caressing her boob. Right. Side boob. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, what's happening? Is she fucking creeped out by this old man because she didn't give a fuck? This is what you have to do. (laughs) While I was trying to rub my boobs. (laughs) Oh, um, can we um, give Chris Evans finally back to snarky old... Because that dude's funny. He was great. And he He was was funny for years. Yeah. And obviously he played Captain America and he played him great, but I think feel like we've forgotten wise-ass Chris Evans. Yeah. And I think it was nice to get him back in, in, in that sense of, sense of things. I thought the movie was almost over when he finally showed up. Yeah. And I realized that, no, we it just, it we got a lot more to go. <laughs> I felt the same exact way. I was like, oh, here's like, here's like the third part of the movie and we're starting all over again oh, with him. Because it was like, he was there and then he wasn't there. Well, and it and wasn't... Then, I'm like, why did everybody make a big deal out of him? Is he only going to be in this movie for literally five seconds? Is this it? We're never going to see yeah. him? Because this movie has to be almost over. But mm-hmm. it wasn't. No. Yeah. I, I will say this, though, and I think this is kind of a funny a funny note. I, I said, 115 in, I think Marta uh, is in on it. I'm like, the setup. Telling Ransom what happens. And Ransom's redemption. Dot, oops. He wants his cut as I write this. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. I wrote, oh, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that, that line yeah. I did the same thing for me. I'm like, yeah. maybe he is okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, there was that moment where you're, but that's good. I like that. Yeah. I, like, I, I like that journey if you're just sort of like. I love when he was just like, here, you need something to eat. And none of us saw that coming. I no, didn't. I did not see that coming because I literally so wrote funny. down, why do we have to watch her eat? I know. And she Beans. said, she whispered that to me. And then he pulls out that twist like, okay, so here's the deal. 
and he puts the bowl in front of her. And I'm like, oh, bitch. I'm like, none of us saw that? I so know. is that a thing? Like, does somebody actually have, No, like, I think it's a plot device. That's so ridiculous. Maybe. I thought it was great. See, to me, that was like, it understood it what to, it was. Yeah. It was some kind of weird, like, it threw me back to the 90s. It like, was a good weird plot device, yeah. 90s, But only like, if it's for real. Because they prove it in the beginning and it happens. And you're uh, like, okay. It was... It was cute. I liked it because mm-hmm. it took it over the edge to me to be camp almost. Like the, we, I know where we're going mm-hmm. now. And you need a full. And you know that she's gonna have to. That's gonna be something that her character is gonna have to try to work to overcome throughout the course of this mm-hmm. journey. You know, like you know that that thing is gonna have to be. She's gonna have to figure out ways around it. And then when he told her how to answer the questions, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. She's literally set up from from the beginning, and that was one of the more interesting things to me, is that she's legitimately guilty the entire film, and the one guy who died as a result of that is trying to get her out of it until she's not guilty. It was, right. it was a cool, it was cool twist and turns. Yeah. I wrote but, down it was unpredictable, not badly directed, question mark, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think if he just stays out of Star Wars, he's he's a decent guy. What he's the fuck was the Star Wars? Did he have a grudge? Was that a grudge? Did he literally do that just to like? We're not going to review this movie. Let's not get because I'm going to talk all fucking day about okay. that. Okay. Okay. Like I just can't. I just can't. It's Cause, exhausting. Because so, Looper was great. I loved Looper. Brick's good too. Yeah. So and the two episodes he directed for Breaking Bad are fucking classic. Yeah. It gets slow. Ugh. Come on. That's another note I wrote down. <laughs> That's very <laughs> it's, descriptive. It's been a long walk, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I was over it by the last fucking 45 minutes. I mean, I'd like to say you could cut some out, but I mean, fuck, there's so much. Yeah, because you could, because uh, I wrote down too that I didn't talk about. I was like, what the weed scene is so extraneous. That to me, again, felt like bullshit dialogue. They go No, they needed the clock. They needed the fucking clock. It was setting Everything it up Everything the was set. there for a reason. I know. It feels like an overdrawn Sherlock Holmes story. That's what mm-hmm. it felt like. Very I thought much. it was better than the last Sherlock Holmes movie. No, not movie, story. Oh, story, okay. So when I used to get bored, it's funny, because the last one of the last episodes you asked me um, what music I listen to when I can't find anything else. Right. I used to... Whenever I have books and I, there's nothing else I want to read, but what will I pick up? For a long time, it was Sherlock Holmes stories. Really? Oh yeah, like Absolutely. Arthur Conan Doyle. Sure, Arthur Conan old Doyle. School. Yeah, like a like a you know like a collo- like a compilation yeah. right. of Sherlock Holmes stories. And depending on how much time I had, I would yeah. pick shorter stories or longer stories because I knew I could finish them or get at least so far involved that I could pick it up or whatever. Right. So I. L- I love these kind of mysteries. Like, you mm-hmm. used to watch Agatha Christie. Mm-hmm. I used to like to read Sir Arthur Conan Doyle stories. So this had a lot of that to it, but he didn't know how to move it along. He made Benoit stupid. Or something. Yes. No, I think that was intentional. I don't think that's, that was accidental. Right, but all. why? Why he gotta be like that? Yeah, I didn't like that either. I thought this guy was always one step ahead, and then all of a sudden when he's sitting in the car listening to his music, I'm like, fuck. That's what, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was weird That's to what me. I like about a, a cool detective. He, beca- he, he has already, he shows up in the film with a past and everyone knows him, and he's like, oh, they brought in a heavy hitter. And then tapping the piano. and then, Yeah. Like, and that then, was a nice touch. Yeah. It was, and but then all of a sudden, that fell flat, no pun intended, because <laughs> I... I thought that that was going to come back in a really cool way. I'm actually glad it didn't because I had a... The idea. baseball thing did, though. The baseball thing was really great. Why? Because, uh, hold on, I, I wrote it Just because of the dogs? No, 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 no. Um, 
See, I thought the baseball would have like a camera in it. I thought there were cameras. I everywhere. thought there was. Yeah, me too. Like everything, like you said, the eyes, the eyeball being yeah. imagery, the eyeball imagery, and that's I what I was kind of thinking with the baseball. But it never really, ha- it never no. happened. So. I thought that there, he was watching like Oz from behind. Yeah, the yeah. That's what I thought. Too. Okay. Through the eyeballs. You have to pay attention to the baseball as passed from person to person to person. The game is afoot. The ball is in play. Interesting. Yeah. The ball is in play because everybody does have okay. it at some point. And usually when they get key pieces of information. Right. If you think about it. Oh yeah, when she picks up the letter at mm. the end. Yeah, exactly. And when he goes out and finds the um piece of wood, mm-hmm. he has it in his pocket because right. he picked it up from the dog. <clears throat> it's cute. It's good. Um How do you feel uh, comparing it to Clue? Well, Clue's obviously zany, mm-hmm. but it's tight and it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's sharp, and and, yeah. it's, and every ending that they have. If you could shave sense. twenty minutes off this movie, if you could shave it's twenty perfect. minutes off this movie mm-hmm. somehow, it would make it a really good, yeah, like murder mystery. I want yeah, you I know agree. what Knives Out made me feel like I want more murder mysteries. Like I want to see more of them. They're it's fun. It's fun to like live in that and guess it. You and I went to see Shutter Island, which was also like a and murder mystery. We called too. that shit. We called Shutter it at the so, first in the first so early. ten minutes, I, and we were sitting next to each other. And, and we, like, we leaned over. And we're like, if this ends is the way I think it's going to end, I'd be really mad. And, and we had did. and we had like an hour and a half to go. Oh my yeah, god! And it did, and it's funny too because I remember even my dad was like, he's like, did you see Shutter Island? I was like, Shitter Island? Yeah, Shitter. And my dad's like, that movie's great. How did you not like that? I was like. I'm like me and Wally guessed it in like the first ten minutes of the film. Mm -hmm. I don't. I want to be duped. Yeah, I do too. That's why I I liked this. I don't want to figure it out. I liked this movie because it was unpredictable. I mean, where I thought a character was going, they weren't necessarily going in that direction. Right. The fact that Marta stood up for herself to that was um, great. I was waiting for that. And they made her way more clever than you thought. She just stumbled through. And that's the the best thing about a main character is they have to evolve and they have to overcome their obstacles. Mm -hmm. And her, she obviously has her obstacles, many of them. Being who she is uh, socioeconomically and uh, being who she is uh, physically and mentally. Uh, yeah, there's a lot she has to overcome and she does it and it's good. And that's. I kept thinking that Chris Evans was in on it with uh, Christopher Plummer. So did I. When he so picked her up, I was yeah. like, oh my God, the dominoes are falling. And it's like... A... For a while, I thought he was the hero. I thought he yeah. was writing his Me own too. books. And he was going to... He was like seriously not... Concerned. I thought he was in on it, and that he had they he they wanted them to overhear that conversation, but they'd made some other kind That's of what deal, I and yep. that rescuing yes. her was really yeah. what the guy wanted. You, you figured Chris Evans was going to walk out of the like the English Manor with Grandpa with her. and her. I thought they kind of be like, together. okay, you're fucked, you're fucked, you're fucked, you're fucked. Right. I did love that one scene with Evans. Yeah. Eat shit. Eat shit. Eat shit. <laughs> Eat a <laughs> lot of shit. It was funny. There was That's some... what made me kind of think that there was that whole other backstory going on yeah. between him and, and the girl and the grandfather. And I was like, and that's why I was shocked kind of at the end where I was like, well, he kind of, I didn't guess it at all. Yep. Yep. I know. Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America lost some of his weight. Between the beginning and the end. Well, he works out intensely to maintain Captain America. I know. So I'm sure he was glad to have a beer from time to time. No. He was like all jacked up for Captain America at one point. And then he got skinny. Skinnier by the end of the movie. By the end of the movie, his neck had been like... Here we go with the neck obsession. (laughs) The neck thickness obsession. Less neck. Less neck. Are you literally crossing that? That's a note in your... your Captain America lost so much weight during filming 
and got weird. It's so, oh, wait, and something weird. And something neck. <laughs> and something weird. It's so long. How about Britney Spears? Meaning it's so long. Is neck so long? I can't be mean to her. I feel sad for her. Because she's nuts. Yeah, she's a mental health issue. Um, the fake knife at the end was great. Oh, so good. So was good. so great. Uh, so are all of them fake that are on the whole? I don't know, but the, I love the the, the, you know? the misdirection in the whole film. Yeah. Is you know nothing is what it seems, and that mm-hmm. that was like perfect, you know. And it made you wonder, like, are they all fake? He is a fiction writer. I mean, it's kind of. I know. Well, that's that's the beauty of it. It was just sort of like like I said when, at the scene where he thought he was dying, and he was, right? Or, or he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he knew what to do because he's a mystery writer, and I was right. like, and I was like, that that's clever to have that in, yeah, the idea. I, I don't know. I want to watch more mur- murder mysteries now. Like you said in the beginning of the the show, uh, we don't get to see this a lot anymore, and I'm kind of glad that it came back. And I think that that's the cool novelty about it. What's makes? I mean, the script was strong, and it was a good film, um, but. I think it's even more. It's even better because there's that doesn't happen anymore. Yes, you know. Um. The end, it summed it up to me as a demented Wes Anderson family drama. Mm-hmm. It was like Wes Can't Anderson. Watch Wes Anderson mm-hmm. No, but that's what this reminded me of. No, if I, Wes Anderson was like fucked up, because the way that it ended, because everybody was very stylized. You're saying Wes Anderson isn't fucked mm-hmm. up? No, I mean <laughs> he is, but this is. A different kind of fucked up. A different kind, like... A dark 80s fucked up. Yeah, there's still the stylized thing about it, and it's still family drama, and it's still, like, people you don't want to like, but you can relate to, and Mm -hmm. just like Wes Anderson movies, and there's colors and famous people. I don't know. It just seemed like that to me. Again, maybe it was art direction. Maybe the art direction. Maybe. I thought the supporting cast was so good. The whole cast was so good. The whole cast was great. How did he do that? Did he suck dick for that? Like, seriously. Here we go. What? I mean, getting all those people, yeah. I mean, that's impressive. Right. Like, who the fuck does he know? What does he... He called in every favor ever. Apparently, it served him well. The movie's successful. Maybe people just were like, this sounds like a fun movie to make. Like... If different someone, than what we've been And it was doing. a very kind of eclectic cast. Yeah. I mean, you got Jamie Lee Curtis, you got Chris Evans, and then you got Michael Shannon. And Don, Don Johnson. Johnson. Don Johnson. The Don Johnassons. I like saying that. I coined that. And then Hashtag you got, Don Johnassons. Yes. And then you have uh, a bunch of character actors that are really just no one knows. You know, got the woman that played the maid. The cop, the cop that knew all of the oh, that uh, cop. Of Christopher Plummer's works. He was my favorite. Oh, yeah, he's so funny. Oh my god, he was hilarious. And but... the other cop, the other cop was in Get Out, and he's in a bunch of other, uh, a couple of other movies that we've seen him in. And the blonde girl's a comedian, and I can't remember her name. She was part of the um. Sci- S- the, the really skinny girl. Yeah. yeah, something in Oats. Bless you. Thank you. Um. Something in Oats. Garfunkel and Oats. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and she was also on Another Period. Yes, Garfunkel and Oats. That's yeah. right. And she was in something else that we watched where she walked around topless or naked for most of the thing. Oh, good for her. Was it Was it Neighbors? Anyway. So, um, yeah, that's my, my take on it. So, one of ten. Where are you feeling? Oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Hey, what? how cool was Frank Oz showing up? Oh, I called that, too. I was like, is that Frank Oz? Yeah, both what, of you. Like walk in. Like, did you say the same thing? Yeah, yeah I'm like, oh my god, in? that's Frank Oz. And I was like, and then I was looking up. I was like, called it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, At first, I'm like, who is this guy? So and he's then, keeping Yoda around. Yeah. Well, and everything else that Frank Oz has done. I mean, I trading loved, places. And I loved when it, um, they finally, where he's like, so what does this mean? Whatever he said. And they're like, you, we don't need you anymore. He's like, all right. And he gets up, like the paralegals yeah. like passed out in the chair. There were moments. There were so many like good moments. I'll give it a seven point three. Okay. I'll give it a straight seven. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. I like a good murder mystery. Like it made me, th- it made me be re fond of that. Like I want to watch Clue again. I want to watch gets, Death on the Nile. It gets the extra a- points for because of the art direction. That's yeah, what. I, yeah, it's beautifully really filmed. Beautiful it's beautifully filmed, oh, for sure. So beautiful. Production design deserves the award over screenplay. I can't believe screenplay got the award and production design didn't. But it makes sense because got the they nomination. Didn't yeah, but get what, the award. what was it going? That's against. what I meant. Nominated. That's what I mean. Like they give production to a fucking a bunch of period pieces. I hate it. It's so annoying. Every year, it's the same thing over and over again. As far as I'm concerned, the period no, always get no, because last year's cinematography went to Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and that movie got no love whatsoever, and that was every bit earned. Sorry, every bit earned. So you just never know, like when, especially from the technical awards, what's going to come out on top. <laughs> and there's a turkey call. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, kids. Well, our um, reaction to Rianne's work is that <laughs> ruin. Yeah, he, he ru- didn't ruin this one. He didn't ruin it. I guess he's all right. I guess we're gonna pose for a he's picture. A, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, we're trying to freeze it. We're trying to freeze it in time. What were you gonna say? He's a what? I I don't know. What? Well, started, what are you, doing? you started saying he's a. I said he's. I still think he's a good director. I just don't direct Star Wars, man. You I get, really what, Whatever your perception is on Star Wars is has has fucked an entire trilogy. So. I believe that he must have some sort of problem with Star Wars. Like I feel like he really tried to go in and like kill it on purpose. Well, I, it, it's in the script. Kill the past if you have to. So yeah. It's, it's really kind of a fuck you to anybody who's ever been nostalgic about Star Wars. He's a big fuck you to anyone who's been nostalgic to Star Wars. That's what sucks about him. I I couldn't agree more. But direct a good movie. I liked Knives Out. I thought it was good. I And if you make a sequel with Daniel, Daniel it was too Craig. Long. It was too long. I want to watch it again and see if I get bored in the same spots. I'd watch it again. Because I want to see the plot come. I like I want to see... The fun part about murder mysteries like that, of watching a movie again, is like watching the characters when you know the, who's guilty, right? So you watch Chris Evans and you'd be like, oh, what's his reaction in the first 15 minutes of the film? Like, yeah, now like, you do, is, does he give himself away? Now you know that there's um, underlying motivation right. behind the actors right. if they're good at what That's they're doing. That's the fun of the rewatch when it comes to movies yeah, like that. Yeah, I agree. So. I agree. Well, and I hope they make more. Um, I'm not sure about how I feel about them making more. We will see what happens because that southern accent of Daniel Craig's makes me want to punch him out. Either <laughs> go, go oh, no, spend time in Louisiana and get a Creole, right, or Cajun accent. I did feel like he was a, doing a Louisiana soft draw. He was I, trying. Yeah. I wasn't buying it. He, exactly. He was trying. I thought he gave it a good effort. It, it, it was he definitely, needs to go spend some time. He needs I know. It was definitely there. Speech, like, 
But whatever. I, I gave him credit for the effort. I really did. I'm like, it's funny because you usually hear the opposite of that. It's like when you hear an American doing a British accent, we get called out way more. Because Brits, by and large, good actors, can do a pretty good American accent. No. He can't. Him and Colin Farrell cannot do American accents. And Catherine Zeta-Jones. Her American accent sucks. I and feel like she's been in America long enough. And Margot Robbie. Tony yeah, she Col- sounds better when Tony she's Collette's Walsh. accent was flawless. Yeah. And she's Brit. Exactly. Oh, I think she's actually American. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I think then, she does British then she very did. well. I thought she was Australian. Yeah. I think we're, Tony uh, we'd, have, we'd have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure she's American because she does a show on Netflix I think where she's she has Australian a British accent. from New Zealand. While he's looking it up. I'm looking it up right now. Stand by. Okay. Um... She's just good, like Emma Thompson's good. Emma Thompson's right. American accent is flawless. She's an Australian access oh, uh, okay. actress. There you go. Australian, because she was in um, Beautiful Creatures. Yeah, because I remember she? when I saw... No, she this, was... I saw The Sixth Sense, and I thought she was amazing. Muriel's but then after, But then after The Sixth Sense, and I found out she was like had that accent, and that's where she was from... I was even more floored. I'm like, I thought she was from fucking... Well, then she can do anything. She, she can do any fucking... I thought she was from Philadelphia. I'm like, okay. holy she shit. She was in Muriel's Wedding, and that's what made me fall in love with her, because she was like this weird, awkward girl. You saw Muriel's Wedding, right? No. From the 90s independent film. Yeah, and she's like weird yeah, and awkward, and she tries to like hang out with the cool girls, one of those stories, you know, and like forsakes her nerd yeah. friends, but then ends up back with her nerdy friends. And so when she was in The Sixth Sense, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, 94. This is the is awkward she, Australian is the, girl? Is she the wife of Bruce Willis in that movie? No, she's a um, mom of the kid. She's in the, like, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. And she was in Emma with uh, Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow. She's been in a million Goop. things. Goop, Goop uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's highly she was expensive in, skincare line. She was in Velvet. Vagina candles. She was in Velvet Goldmine. That's going way vagina. back. Yeah, that was before The Sixth Sense, and then Shaft after that, and then Dinner with Friends, Changing Lanes, About a Boy. Yeah, she's so good in About a Boy. Yeah, The Hours. She's a good actress. Connie and Carla, In Her Shoes, Little Miss Sunshine. I mean, just so good. Yeah, The Night Listener. Yeah, I mean, just constant stream of... So, hashtag Tony Collette. Hashtag Not... your... Go ahead. Mm-mm. <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't know. You just were interrupting Cal, so... <laughs> Is a picture from Muriel's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember yeah. the poster, yeah. The Australian actresses had a moment in the mm-hmm. mid-90s. We imported a bunch of them. Yep. And then we stopped. We said, whoa, 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 we've got way too many of you. You can stay there now. We've got Nicole Kidman. That's what I mean. It was all at once. We've Actually, got we got Nicole Kidman friend, and we stopped. Yeah. Who's, what's her name? Hey, I look like Rachel Pen- from Friends, uh, but I'm not her. Uh, it's Her name's not Penelope. It's... Emma... Who? Emily. Who are we talking it's about? Emma Bunton. No. Who no. was in I Heart Huckabees? The yeah. blonde girl in I Heart Huckabees. It's like Nicole Kidman's best friend. Oh, um. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, she's been in a lot of shit. Exactly. And she looks like Nicole Kidman, too. Yes. Um, they have the same she's in the ring. Bitch, they have the same resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. They just might have the same um, plastic surgeon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we went through a spate of them. Yeah, we had there. like a bit of Naomi like, Watts. Thank yes, you. Yes, Naomi Watts. Um, who was? Should have said Mulholland Drive. Oh, time to go. We oh, gotta knock at the door, motherfuckers. That's right. Hold on a minute, we're coming. Hey, I hope you enjoyed our review of this movie. Ryan Johnson, you get a Rianne from me. Rianne. Rianne. Nice job. Take it easy, sleazy. Don't suck any dicks. On your way out to see Rianne Johnson. See you later, In the parking, parking lot. lot. <laughs>
Oh, goodbye. 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 90 episodes. Episodes. 90. You've listened to us 90 times. 90 beating beating in the wall. 90 beating beating. We're doing No, I'm not answering the door. There's some fucking trying to sell us some shit, so maybe you should shut the fuck up. They don't know we're doing a podcast. Oh, this makes it even better. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we have some people at the door. They're, they're trying to sell us Amway or convert <laughs> us to Christianity or something. I hope the front door's locked. They're really no, desperate to. They're not going to open the they fucking door. They won't open door. the door. You don't know. They, they probably hear us in here. That's, I'm sure that's why they you keep You can't hear shit out there. Well, we got to look at the window. No, don't you dare look why? out the window. They're like these, they have all these all white shirts and they have satchels and black slacks. Yeah, those are the Mormons. They're Mormons. They're trying to sell oh. us into their Mormon uh, life. The yeah. churches. Does that mean we can all, saints. can I have like 13 wives? Is that what that means? Yeah, because you want 13 of me? No. Yeah, exactly. No, fuck them. Yeah, fuck Weirdos. them. Weirdos. Who they have beautiful that gardens women? in Utah, though, Wally. <laughs> they have a nice tabernacle. <laughs> I love their tabernacle choir. I can't believe this moment is caught on tape. That's fucking fantastic. They just were banging down the hey, door. Hey, if you're still listening, we're hiding out from the Mormons. <laughs> We're all sitting in our little studio. <laughs> and hiding. This is going to be the best stinger ever. I know it's not the Jehovah Witnesses because they avoid our house. I don't know why. <laughs> but we'll the watch Jehovah them. The Jehovah Witnesses haven't talked to the Mormons. They don't know. We we watch them look at our house and keep walking. And they just like do the no. Oh, yeah. They don't even acknowledge our house. We are invisible. Yeah, sometimes they will. And there's a lot so on our street. you got blood on your door. Yeah. It's weird. Because like, it's like... On the weekends, they just walk past your house and find the next one. There's a fleet of these people, like up and down. There's a church, I think, somewhere around here close. So, like, they're man, but they never come up to our door. We get a wa- we get I'm a kind of insulted. We get a watchtower. I know. Pamphlet. I feel like, excuse me, what about me? Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough for your freaking. You don't want to save me? The last time we got Jehovah's Witnesses at our at our door, mm-hmm. I was I had just woken up and I was wearing a Motley Crue T-shirt. They they like full on pentagrams <clears throat> That's and, and sleeveless. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and they're like, "Oh, hey, yeah, um, hi, how are you?" I'm like, "I'm good. How are you?" Yeah, we just want to give you this. And they gave me the Watchtower pamphlet, and they were on their way. Yeah. What did you think? They were, you were in the middle of a sacrifice, probably. That would have been great if you were making dinner and you had like actual I, blood on your hands, <laughs> like you from a steak. It would have been funny to hold Peeve up by his scruff. No, sorry, just taking care of some things here. No, oh, you should even just be holding Peeve. Yeah, just the black just cat. Stroke, yeah. just stroking him. <laughs> May I help you? Have you met Mr. Peeve? I'll be like Doctor No. Don't make eye contact with Mr. Peeve. <laughs> don't look at him. If you look him directly in the eyes, he will put a curse on you and your family.